Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. We continue today with Gimel Amad Aleph and Masechus Brachus, and we're going to have three sections in today's Amud. And the first section the Gemara deals with here is the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer in the Mishnah. And the Mishnah of Eliezer had said, Ad harishona, that the Zman for Kriyash Mashal Arvis is until the end of the first watch. Now, as we're going to speak about tomorrow on Gimel Amad Beis, there's actually two opinions how many watches or Mishmaros occur every night. And Rashi explains this refers to the watches of the Malachim serving and singing to HaKadosh Baruch and Shemayim. So the Gemara wonders as follows, either, which, meaning we know there's two opinions, which is either there are three watches or there are four watches. But the Gemara wonders either way, if Rabbi Ezra holds that there are three watches in the night, so then be more clear and say until the end of the fourth hour. And if he holds that there are four watches in the night, say until the end of the third hour. Why does he say in the mission until the end of the first watch, which is a much more vague way of saying the end of the time of Kriyash Mashal Arvis? So the Gemara answers, the reason he says that in a vague way is to teach us that you actually don't need the specific hour to determine when the watches change because there are actual signs on earth that also imply that. What are those signs? Well, the first watch is determined by when donkeys are braying, the second is when dogs are barking, and the third watch is when the child nurses a woman talk to their husbands. And the Gemara explains when do these three signs occur. Either it's the end of the first, the middle of the second, and the beginning of the third, or we're talking about all of them at the ends of those watches, and the sign to determine the end of the third, even though it's daybreak, is for somebody who was in a dark house, so when they hear the woman talking to her husband or nursing her child, they know that the third watch is over for the time of Kriyashma. And the Gemara finishes off this section by saying, at each watch, HaKadosh Baruch Hu roars like a lion over the unfortunate state of the Chorban Beis HaMikdash. The Gemara moves on to the second section and tells us a story that occurred with Rabbi Yossi and Eliyahu Navi. There was a time Rabbi Yossi was traveling in Yerushalayim, and he went into one of the ruins. This is after Chorban Beis Sheni. Of, uh, he went into one of the ruined structures to Davin. So Eliyahu Navi waited at the entrance. When Rabbi Yossi emerged, he told Rabbi Yossi, that he shouldn't have davened in the chorva and he should have davened on the way. And Rabbi Yossi said, I learned three halachas. I learned you're not supposed to daven in a chorva, which we'll discuss in the next section why. You could daven on the road, and when you daven on the road, you could daven a shortened form, which Rashi learns is Havinenu of tefillah. Now, Elio continued to tell Rabbi Yossi is that Rabbi Yossi had heard a baskol inside of that structure cooing like a dove over the chorban, and Elio said, actually it occurs three times a day, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu coos out like that over the Chorban. It's a sadness. And also, he says, when the Jews say, Yeheshmei Rabbah and Shul, they give honor to Hashem, Hashem remembers the good times, how they used to praise Him in the Beis HaMikdash. And it's in contrast to the sad times now where we've, we've been exiled from Hashem with the Gullus that we're in currently. Now, the final section, the third section of the day, the Gemara tells us three reasons that Elio was saying we're not supposed to enter the Chorva. And uh, the Gemara says, what are those three reasons, and what is the need for all of them? Turning to Gimel and Beis. So the first reason the Brisa says is chashad, because prostitutes used to frequent these areas, and it creates a suspicion against you if you're going into one of these ruined structures. This would be a necessary reason in a scenario of a new ruin, means the building only recently became uninhabitable, 
but it's not going to collapse anytime soon. And so if you go into there with two prutzim, two people that are immoral, so there's not going to be, um, there's still going to be an issue of chashad, even though we won't have the two other issues of mapolis and mazikim, which we'll mention momentarily. Now the second issue the Gemara says, the Brisa says, was the issue of mapolis, the structure might collapse. So the Gemara explains this would be an issue where you go into a, a, non, a non-recent chorva, and there's two ksherim along with you, so you don't have the other issues of chashad and mazikim, but you do have the issue of mapolis. And finally, the issue of mazikim would be an issue, either in a scenario where it was a new ruin and you went in with two ksherim, but it was a place that was frequented by the mazikim, so they would tend to damage even two people. Or even if a person went into a new chorva that's in a field by himself, since women wouldn't frequent those chorvas that are out in the field, it wouldn't be an issue of chashad or mapoles, because it's a new structure, but it would still be an issue of mazikim. So thus you need all three reasons in the different scenarios as we illustrated to show why, why and when you shouldn't be going into these ruined structures. We're stopping here towards the top of Gimel Amud Beis. Be'ez is Hashem. We'll pick up tomorrow with Gimel Amud Beis. In the meantime, everybody have a wonderful day.